Playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? Welcome back to America's Finest Fantasy Football Podcast. Week 15, playoffs. Playoffs? Playoffs. Playoffs! <laughs> so this would be the semi- semifinals. Yes. Well, it would be the semifinals for some people. <laughs> some people like myself. That's a sad tone. I'm not, Man. not liking it. Eddie, in this, in this one league that I was doing great in all season, like I was like eight and two, and then I like just lost the last couple of weeks. Last week especially hurts. You had three very basic rules, you know? It's like kind of like the Gremlins, but a little bit more basic. <laughs> right. You know, don't overthink your lineups. Well, I did. I was okay. thinking about like Gus Edwards, thinking about Justin Jackson. I was thinking about all these different scenarios that went off in my head. I think watching Derrick Henry get 60 points on my bench on Thursday night might have been a big factor in that. Sure. Because I got a little bit too cute thinking, overthinking everything. You also say favor the upside with your roster. Well, I benched Julian Edelman. Maybe because he was playing the Dolphins and I thought that our secondary would, would do a little bit better. Uh-huh. But uh, that would have been a miracle. Wait, that happened too. <laughs> and then you also said look ahead. So I have, uh, I picked up Detroit's defense. I like that they were playing Arizona. And Washington was playing the Giants. I picked up Detroit on Saturday night to play to start them for that particular reason. It's a great pickup. But then I went with Washington versus the Giants because Odell Beckham was out. Ah. And that was just slaughter. Slaughter fest. <laughs> so I lost by like 35 points in one league with like, I think like 80 or 90 points on my bench. Well, just 60 from Derek. Yeah, not so yeah. I think we're going to say three digits on my, uh, on my, on my uh, bench. But uh, the other one, I won and I'm going this week into the semifinals. Congrats. Thank you. Yeah. How about yourself, Eddie? How'd you do this week? I had a bye week. Oh, it's always a winner. That's good. <laughs> yeah, yeah you really, always win on bye really, week. I didn't really have to think too much about it. Yeah. In, so, fact, in fact, I take the bye weeks and I and I try to get crazy. Like I'll throw the the craziest lineup in there just to see what see happens. what happens. Yeah, oh, okay. So yeah, I didn't I didn't unfortunately well fortunately for me I didn't have to really think about it that much. I had a buddy joking around that uh, he like he benched his players because he wanted them all to rest. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's so nice. That's so they, nice. They to deserve you. it. They made it this far, right? <laughs> well. I don't know how you're feeling about Aaron Rodgers against Chicago. We saw that Rams game. Man. And that was another thing. Like, Cooks only got me, like, five points because – Yeah, I had him in a couple Goff, of Goff, like, just got shut down. Well, that that was one of the most impressive defensive performances. That, the Cowboys against the Saints. they went 3-3 nickel. I think they, they had 3-3 yeah. and then the five in the back. And – even the run game didn't even survive. You know, Vic Fangio is the defense coordinator in Chicago, uh-huh. um, and he, he the last stop was he was the 49ers defense coordinator when they had Patrick Willis, and they were making their Super Bowl run, the last Super Bowl run. Um, that's something they did against teams like New Orleans, um, and and it allowed them to 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 shut them down or at least keep them from putting up you know ridiculous numbers. Right. Um, and he was able to do it again against against this high powered Rams offense, and I mean it was it was impressive. It was an impressive performance, and I know I'm already seeing it out there. You know, everybody's like, "Hey, man, this has been an okay season for by Aaron Rodgers standards." 
Um, and, you know, he's going up against that defense, and it's at Chicago. You know, I bet a lot of people, you know, we, we, we said it. You said it. The number one tip last week was don't overthink your lineup. Yeah. And if you're thinking about benching Aaron Rodgers against Chicago, you're overthinking your lineup. First off, on one leg, he had 286 yards and three touchdowns week one. He beat him single-handedly, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. People probably forgot that, but, you know, he, he, he beat him all, pretty much all by himself. If you, if you take the last 16 games against Chicago, against the Bears, and this includes one game where he only had two pass attempts and he got hurt and he left early, he has 4,031 yards, 40 touchdowns against seven interceptions against the Bears. That's his last full season worth of of games. And there's been a couple of years where there actually has been some good Bears Yeah, the Bears, Bears yeah. defense has been good. There's a couple, yeah. a couple of playoff teams there. The last six games at Chicago, if you're thinking, oh, well, Eddie, it's at Chicago. That, that makes a big deal. This is great defense. They're at home. Well, the last six games at Chicago, he has 1,649 yards, 15 touchdowns, and only three picks. Wow. I mean, Those this are is great numbers. Yeah. I mean, this, this is Aaron Rodgers. Don't overthink it. Um, I, you would just hate. You would hate at this point to, to put him in and, and stream somebody this week, even if, it's, even if they got the best matchup in the world, you know, Derek Carr versus the Bengals, right? You stream Derek Carr, then Aaron Rodgers is on your bench and he throws three four touchdowns and does what Aaron Rodgers does because he's upset because the Packers aren't going to make the playoffs right. and he just wants to make he wants to make a statement game to that Bears defense and just shut down the best team in the NFL. Yeah, and I also think that like after you know McCarthy's departure, you want to kind of show that your team is better off without him. Oh yeah, that's a you definite. Know? Like we we made or Aaron Rodgers, I'd say, made the right decision. <laughs> but right. Uh, yeah. I think it's going to be a great matchup. I'm actually really looking forward to the matchup tonight. I think that's going to be awesome. The the Chiefs. Oh yeah, Chargers the Chargers. Game. That's that's going to be a, that's a big game. I mean, that's a big game for just not just fantasy implications, but you know, for the AFC. I mean, yeah, real life. The Chargers could flip. It's again, it's like a division. It's a, it's a division rivalry where the Chargers have been beaten like nine times. Yeah. In a row by the Chiefs. I hope it's ten, but that's just me. <laughs> sure. You know. We have we have some bias here being in a yeah. Being in America's finest city, in San Diego. Well, we'll talk about we'll talk about that one later on. Um, <laughs> we definitely have some injuries, quite quite a handful. Um, yeah. Wide receiver Tyreek Hill. Yeah, no, his heel. no, he hurt his heel. Yeah, he, he had a right foot injury. Uh, he's day to day, but the scary thing is, is well, like you're saying, they're playing at night, so it's a Thursday night. We're recording this. Um, so he's only, if this was a normal week, I'd probably say, Hey, you know what? He might be a little, little limited, uh, mm-hmm. for this week, but he might not, he might not play it's, it's, I think, I think he's a game time decision. Right. Um, and also he's definitely not going to be hundred percent tonight, uh, because there's no, there's no way I mean, he, he, you know, he's, he's should be fine long-term. Uh, but that's going to impact. I mean, you know, Travis Kelsey. I think is going to get more targets. Yeah, might hope even so. see, might even see something from Kelvin Benjamin tonight's the first his debut for the Chiefs. Um, so that might oh, yeah. might impact him. Is he be a blocker. Or? I'm just <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I did you check out uh, Dr. David Chow's article about Tyreek Hill? Oh, I didn't. I didn't get a chance uh, to see it. It was great. He he was talking about how his heel, the way that it's injured, like he's going to be fine running. Mm-hmm. It's when he walks. Oh. So if you watch that last play, that that fourth and nine, that amazing play, you know he goes all the way to the sidelines and he's charging, and then as soon as he has to start walking, that's true. That's when the limp comes out and everything yeah. like that. Because I guess you know you're always on the the ball of your foot when you're running and and whatnot. So we'll see what we'll see what happens with all that. Quarterback Ben Roethlisberger, 
Mr. Sidelines. Yeah, well, somebody I mean, got his, you know, hurt his ribs, had to leave the game, get x-rays. Um, he, he's day to day. He's fine. I think you know he's he's not gonna miss the he's not gonna miss the Patriots. So you're not pushing for Jobs to yeah, start yeah, I don't, ever again. I, no, I don't think I don't God. think that I don't think that's a problem. 15 minutes was too much for me. <laughs> um, quarterback Lamar Jackson, uh, sprained ankle. That's not good. With, you know, with his game, you yeah. know his his skill set. Um, and he's day to day. I I I think he's he's definitely playing this week. But here's the thing: if for some reason he leaves. Or, or, or he's the last second scratch, this really does impact. It doesn't really impact the run game as much because they're still a running team even with Flacco. What it does impact, it impacts John Brown, it impacts Michael Crabtree um, because then those guys get an instant boost when Flacco comes right. back. I mean, just at this point, Jackson's an inconsistent thrower. We know that. I expect him to be much better going for, you know, in the future. But, you know, this is his rookie season, and it's clear that he's, you know, more dynamic, you know, out of the pocket. Um, so yeah, that that if you're if you're thinking about John Brown or Michael Crabtree this week, um, pay attention and see if Flacco's going to play because if they do, they get a boost. Running back LaShawn McCoy, uh, strained hamstring. I mean, it's a, you know we've been talking about it not nauseum this season. Uh, hamstrings are not good, especially for running backs. Um, it, it's a good chance he's he's going to miss the game or be limited. Uh, so you you're thinking about Chris Ivory. Potentially, he's a good, decent flex yeah. option. If he's in there, he's going to get double-digit touches. Uh, Marcus Murphy in the deepest of leagues, uh, maybe, um, has has been really good when he's had an opportunity. He hasn't really had a lot of opportunities. Um, but, yeah, McCoy would be limited, and I'd, I'd be hesitant if he does play to, to play him this week just because that's something that can just, you know, creep up on you at any moment. Running back Spencer Ware. I don't think he's playing tonight. Um, I, I last time I checked, he was doubtful. He hurt his shoulder and a hamstring. Uh, that's not. I mean, that's just top and yeah. bottom. <laughs> you know, uh, Damian Williams showed that last week that he can he can step right in. He scored two touchdowns. He had a he had a rushing touchdown and a receiving touchdown. Um, and I think if Ware doesn't play tonight, Williams is going to be probably one of the biggest flex uh, options of the week uh, with big upside in that offense. Quarterback Ryan Tannehill. I think he's fine. Uh, he sprained his ankle, and he had to leave for for a little bit there. But he can't, he was able to obviously come back. Yeah, that ankle injury looked a little <laughs> bad though. Yeah, yeah, and they came, and then the Dolphins came back. Yeah, they found they found a way. So uh, <laughs> the Miami miracle. God, best day of my life. <laughs> he's he's day to day, but I think, like I said, I think he's gonna be fine. Um, and you shouldn't even be starting him or looking at him anyway. Let's get real. Yeah, I think it has more of an impact on you know Kenny Steele oh, yeah, and yeah, Parker and, and those guys like that because if if Brock Osweiler is back there behind you know under center, then you want to stay away from all those guys. But if Tannehill uh, goes, then they have a you know they have some value. So yeah, but I, I think he's fine. Jalen Richard, uh, rib injury, also day to day. I you know I, I think I think he's gonna be. Uh, fine as well. I think it's one of those things to where it's a great matchup, um, and they've kind of split up the, the the touches between him and Doug Martin to where they're both kind of have their role. Doug Martin is, I think, the better standard league option. Richard has been the PPR guy. Uh, for some reason, he you know he he can't go. Then expect Martin to get some more carries. They just recently signed C.J. Anderson. Uh, but once, like you said, we're we're in semifinals. You're not you're not thinking about C.K. Anderson unless you're right. in the deepest, like a 16 team league or something like that. Corey Clement, running back, spring right knee, uh, out at least a week, probably more. 
Uh, this impacts, I think, Josh Adams because he's kind of taken over the uh, starting yeah, gig he's there. Yeah, he's been good. And he's, he's been pretty good. I think with Clement out, it's it's a guarantee that he's the guy and he's in line for 15, 20-plus carries. Um, also impacts Darren Sproles. I think Sproles is healthy now, and, you know, this is, I believe, his final season. And he's kind of surpassed Wendell Smallwood as the PPR guy there. Um, and the second back, he's he's getting a double di- probably five to double-digit touches too. Nice. So without, without Clement there, it's kind of – cleared up that backfield situation chargers running back austin eckler uh yeah stinger uh, this is never fun uh week that's to a big week hit. Yeah. that's a big hit it was a real real big hit um i think he's he's definitely out of today's game um which opens up a big big role for justin jackson assuming we don't know what, what's going on with melvin gordon at this point i think he's a game time decision as well right we were, were we saying that like if they were smart Right, they would probably bench him for. Uh, they should for the playoffs and just let they should. I mean, I know that I understand that we we talked about the gravity of this game. This is a big game. You could go from the fifth seed to the one seed, but you're looking fine on the fifth seed. Yeah, would you, know? you rather? Wouldn't you rather have your essentially your best player yeah. outside of Philip Rivers, uh, healthy and yeah. ready for the playoffs? And do you want to even play at home? Do you I, want to play that stuff up? Even a better. That's a better point. Yeah, that's a better that should, point. They should just tank. Yeah, just to just to not play it stuff. And you have a really good talent in Justin Jackson. Give him twenty touches and let him. Let's see what right. you got. I mean, he's a rookie. You, this is a great chance to see what you have in him. Uh, Isaiah Isaiah Crowell. Yeah, a toe injury, which is you know not good for running backs. <laughs> no, or really any of, any of us. Yeah. You know, none of us want to hurt Mm-mm. our toes. Uh, you know, he's he's week to week. I think that you know frees up Elijah McGuire as the big back in that offense this week. It gives him flex potential. Uh, Trenton Cannon scored a touchdown last week as well in deeper leagues. He in in PPR he might have a a role, um, but probably not. Elijah McGuire is a guy, and he was our, he was one of our big ads this week as well because of this injury. So I, you know, Corell could could miss some some significant time going forward. And right at the end of the, end of the year, who knows? At, at this point, guys start getting shut down just because. Yeah. So, um, Jordan Reed. Speaking of getting shut down just because, um, he sprained his right foot. He's had. He's been dealing with foot injuries for the last several years. He's had surgery on on yeah. on this one. Um, he would he would be out multiple weeks if they if they make the playoffs. They're, who knows? They're probably not going to make the playoffs at this point. They're on their fourth starting quarterback, uh, so it's likely a season. So it's a tough break for him. Uh, and and to be honest with you, I, I'm and we'll really get into this. I think a little deeper. Uh, I'm kind of off on all Redskins, so there's really this is not going to help anybody. Yeah. I think they're just in a bad situation in Washington. Johnny Smith. That's tough. He was really kind of starting to finally come around in that offense, uh, starting to score some touchdowns, show his athleticism, uh, which is good for tight ends because, you know, we've been talking about the depth at the tight end position this year has been very, very thin. Uh, but with the MCL sprain, you know, he's out for the season. He'll be ready to go next year. He'll be back by, by training camp. Okay. Uh, so they just shut him down, you know, because they, I think he's probably going to be their starting tight end going forward. Delaney Walker is kind of getting up there. So they want to give him a chance to heal and be ready for next season. So this week we got vultured. We're just going to take a step back and look <laughs> over to the side and look at some of these people from last week that we haven't heard of in a while or that just keep getting 
these touchdowns. Yeah, I mean, it, it, instead of, you know, we, we usually break this down. It's one of our favorite segments. But this week was just weird. Yeah. Um, you got guys like Brandon Bolden, who had probably the greatest revenge game ever from a, right. from a non-descript player, uh, scored twice against, against his the, former team, the Patriots. On special teams, he's yeah. only rushed the ball three times, and he gets two touchdowns on Sunday. Like that's great, and and it's not even normally we focus when we talk about vulture. We talk about like okay, you're inside the five yards. You know you shouldn't get this like touch. 40, he made, 50 plus. Yeah, yeah, he had a big play. These these guys just made big plays. I mean, Kenneth Dixon, Isaiah McKenzie. I mentioned Trenton Cannon uh, and Damian Williams. He scored twice. Uh, James Devlin, which all of a sudden is becoming a touchdown God. monster. Yeah, uh, they all scored touchdowns. I mean, even even Zach Line and Lee Smith are tight ends. For the Saints and Cowboys, respectively, scored a touchdown this week, and that just goes to show you that it's a weird game we play. You can study right. as hard as you can, you can you can watch every game, you can just check out all the touches and opportunities that all these guys get, and out of nowhere, a guy like Brandon Bolden, a special teams player, um, can come out and score two big touchdowns, and you know your guy is just left it's crazy, yeah, with nothing. So mm-hmm. it's, it's just a weird game, and this is just an example of how weird it can be sometimes. Yeah, we don't. No one ever knows. Like Yeah, we don't know everything. Yeah. <laughs> Which everything. makes it fun. Makes yeah, yeah. it fun. If we knew everything, then it wouldn't be as fun. Right? Like, why do I need to watch? Like, <laughs> if Derrick Henry would have got me that 60 points, I'm telling you right now, I wouldn't have had to watch football all, at all this weekend. <laughs> last weekend. I just had it on cruise control. Every week, Eddie highlights five players to add to your roster, five that you need to get rid of. Eddie's add and drop posts on the San Diego Union Tribune.com. Every Tuesday at 9 a.m., here are some of the players. We were just talking about running back Damian Williams for the Chiefs. Yeah, no, we we talked about where, uh, you know, dealing with a shoulder and hamstring issues. I mean, he's yeah. just kind of wrecked at this point. Um, even if he were active Thursday night, I think Williams would still receive double-digit touches. Um, he scored two touchdowns against Baltimore, like like we talked about. He deserves to be a, in the flex conversation, and if wears out. That he has, you know, RB two and possibly even RB one upside in that offense. Wide receiver Deshaun Hamilton for the Broncos. I'm really excited. I mean, they're rookies, obviously, so you know, you never know. But I'm really excited about what the Broncos have uh, in their wide receiver group going forward. I mean, Cortland Sutton is one of my was one of my favorite draft picks last year. Deshaun Hamilton was another uh, great pick out of Penn State. Um, and he's only owned in six percent of ESPN leagues, seven percent of Yahoo leagues. Um, you know, Tim Patrick is another rookie. He doesn't really move the needle for me. Hamilton and Sutton are the future of Denver's passing game. I mean, Hamilton also got the red zone looks, and he scored once and outsnapped Patrick the last two weeks. So, like I said, if you're really digging deep in your wide receiver core, you need a flex option. Hamilton's a good pickup. Oh, this jerk. <laughs> so you're saying the bonus is to pick up Derrick Henry now? Well, here's the thing. He's he's only owned in 56% of ESPN, ESPN leagues and 60% of Yahoo leagues. And so, look, you're not going to get a repeat performance, uh, but it's clear he needs to be rostered, and he's not rostered in 100% of leagues. He should be rostered, um, you know, just in case Tennessee finally figured it out. And by it, I mean Henry has deserved 20-plus carries per game this entire time. He's deserved to be the focal point of the offense. Right. And that's what we thought. I mean, he single-handedly beat the Chiefs in the playoffs last year for the Titans. Uh-huh. Um, that's what we thought they figured out. 
going into the year, but they signed Deion Lewis in the offseason. Everything became a by-committee situation, and it's been off and on. But you look back at I mean, with the monster explosion last week, dude has nine touchdowns. Dude could have scored five last week. He, he could have. He, he could have. Yeah, he could Lewis, have more. He was like, oh, let him go in. Yeah, he really did. And, and, and so, I mean – He's look. He's a great running back. I hope the Titans figure this out. They need to feature yes. him because if you get him going, then that opens up the play action pass for Mariota, and 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 their weapons in their in their passing game. Corey, you know Corey Davis. So that's he needs to be rostered in more than half leagues. That's just the point I was trying to make here. Yeah. So uh, drop Steelers defense and special teams. Yeah, you know, I mean, if if you if you're one of the leagues that go to this. Week 17, your championship game is week 17, then that's fine. Um, they have a decent matchup, I think, the final week. I think it's against the Bengals. Uh, otherwise, they got New England this week, and they have New Orleans next week. So if your semifinals is this week, you got the Patriots, and if your championship game is next week, you got the Saints. Right. Um, and that's not the best matchup. No, I'm I mean, pretty sure. <laughs> I thought the Raiders would have been a pretty good matchup. <laughs> well, you would have thought, wow. right? Wow. Um, so yeah, it's, you know, it's a, it's a tough, it's a tough, uh, there's definitely going to be better streaming possibilities, uh, out there in the next two weeks. So I like, I like the next, the next one because you just left it really wide open. (laughs) All other Redskins, all of the Redskins. (laughs) Yeah. You know, it's one of those things to where, um, look, their defense has a decent matchup this week, uh, against Cody Kessler. That's not bad. Uh, Vernon Davis might be a decent throw-in since Jordan Reed's not going to play. If you really, if you really need help at tight end, he's a sneaky play at tight end. Uh, but look, everyone else is a desperate play going forward. I mean, Josh Johnson is the fourth starting quarterback this season. I feel like when a team gets, it's rare that they get to a third starting quarterback in the season. Yeah. To be at the fourth starting quarterback in the season, no disrespect to Josh Johnson, he's had, uh, you know, an interesting career going from team to team. He's a survivor. He makes plays. Yeah. But you know, does that does he excite me with Josh Doxson? Does he push him up? Is Chris Thompson really? I mean, after being hurt for most of the year, is he going to do something no. for you? Outside of Adrian Peterson, and I feel like all of this brings him down. Uh, outside of Adrian Peterson, you're not really. You, you're just not going to utilize any of these guys. Peterson's the only one you're going to consider going forward, and so I'm just like down on the Redskins at this point. Let's talk about some Week 15 playoff weekly streamers. Quarterback, Dak Prescott. You know, this is kind of a gut call. There wasn't really any metrics or anything out there that's telling me, like, oh, man, you really got to go with Prescott against the Colts. But he's fresh off a career day. He had 40 to 55 passing yards, God. you know, in his last matchup uh, against the Eagles. Um, he's been it's, – it's, it, like you could tell like a fire was lit under him when they traded for Amari Cooper. Oh, my God. It's been great for, for me. For one of oh, my yeah. Leagues. I'm just like, yes. And finally, Cooper. I mean, and if, you, and if you're John Drew. He did this like last year where he like – Amari Cooper where he fell flat kind of and then the last three weeks he started scoring like two or three touchdowns. Like, I think that's were, kind of been his MO in yeah. his first three seasons. Like he, he has stretches where he shows he can be a dominant – Number one guy, right? Um, and it's just Keep going. I like it. Yeah. Well, here it's been five weeks. You know, I mean, he's been five straight weeks. He's do- he's he's been dominant ever since he got in Dallas, and they've gave him. And that's another thing. His 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 targets have been consistent in Oakland. Sometimes they would just go away from him, whether it was because Derek Carr favored Michael Crabtree or or not. They're not doing right. that here. They're like, hey, we traded, we gave up a number one pick. You're gonna get the ball one way or the other. We're gonna find you. Mm-hmm. And Prescott has, I think, benefited from that. 
And, and this is I kind of get this feeling. I mean, both these teams have up and coming. I mean, Dallas defense is pretty good. The Colts defense is getting better. I, but I feel like this has the potential for a shootout. This is the I can see that. A, a lot of a lot of a lot of guys in this game. I think Luck versus Prescott. They're gonna have to go back and forth. I think it's gonna go down to the end. And so you know, Prescott's not being started by I think more than a third of league. So okay. he's he's available and he's out there. Tight end David David Njoku. Yeah, this is one of the things where the metrics did tell me Njoku, even though he's been struggling. It's one of those things to where the Broncos have allowed in the last four games. 28 receptions, 444 yards, and two touchdowns to tight ends. Wow. Yeah. I mean, they're just getting dominated by the position. So, you know, Baker Mayfield is coming into his own. He's been impressive. Njoku, you know, has had his games earlier in this year. He's been struggling of late. But this is one of those matchups where I think if they if they choose to utilize him, he can, he can you know, produce in a big way. Kicker, Adric Rosas? Yes, for the Giants against oh, the tight ends at home. Uh, and this is you know pretty simple. He scored double digit points in four straight games, and their offense is good there enough. Go. Yeah, I mean their their offense is good enough to move the ball no matter what. With Saquon Barkley, either he's going to take it to the house or he's going to oh get you close, right? Yeah, and, and that's even without Beckham. Beckham should be back this week. Uh, Tennessee has a pretty good defense, so it's one of those things to where I think they'll be able to move the ball on them. They might not score a lot of touchdowns, but he'll have opportunities to you know turn that into five straight games with double digit points. And you also like the Giants' defense, special teams. Yeah, they just—I mean—they've actually been playing from a fantasy perspective well, not necessarily from you know a real life perspective. Yeah. But from a fantasy perspective, well, they've scored double-digit points in three of four, and they scored a touchdown in three of four. And That's good. Mariota has been turnover prone this year, um, and the offensive line has been—you know—it's—it's it's had its up days like it did last week against the Jaguars but it's had its bad days too but they still had some turnovers turnovers that game too I think yeah they did they still did right even though though they pretty much dominated there still were a couple turnovers so I think the Giants are a pretty decent stream uh, option if you know you're if you have the Steelers for instance and your flex of the week is Curtis Samuel yeah, you know, he's been really coming on. Um, he has a good matchup against the Saints this week at home on Monday Night Football. Oh, I'm just, like, looking at it. I want I want to start him, but I, I got other things going on. I'm scared. Well, if you have – well, it's another thing. You know, This goes into if you have guys that you've been running with and they've been producing for you, yeah. then don't get cute. Okay. You know, <laughs> but, but if, you know, if, 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 if you have an injury or, you know, you need to take a shot because you feel like you're outgunned by the other team – Samuels has at least four receptions, 80 yards, or a touchdown in four straight games. And okay. he's clearly the number two guy there behind DJ Moore. Yeah. Um, and this, they're going to have to throw the ball <laughs> against the Saints. So it should, it should be a pretty good matchup for him. Good call, bad call. Eddie's good calls and bad calls. Start Giants defense and special teams. That was a really good call. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I'm, looking at, I'm looking at this these numbers right here. Yeah, you five sacks, three interceptions. They scored that opening touchdown, got them off to a good start. Uh, ended up, you know, whipping up on the Redskins, forty to sixteen. So they had like twenty three points right here or more. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was, and they've been, like I said, fantasy wise. I mean, they haven't been winning every game, and they haven't been. They've given up some points actually, but they've been producing sacks. They have a pretty decent pass rush. They've been creating turnovers, and they've been scoring. That's the key. Like I said, they scored three of the last four games. They scored a touchdown. The defense has scored a touchdown. So that's, that is always good for your, for your defense if, they, if you're fortunate enough to play them. Sit, Matthew Stafford. I had a bad feeling about this. I thought the Lions would win. I thought it would be a defensive kind of struggle. Obviously, the Cardinals are a young team on offense. Um, 
and not very good this year. I didn't realize he'd have a career low in passing yards. 101 yards is his career low. That's crazy. Yeah, and, I mean, he had back issues last week, so I thought, you know, he, he's a tough guy. He's going to play, but, you know, that always bothers you. Um, but 101 yards, zero touchdowns. So, yeah, that, I, I hope people listened to me and left him out last week. Start Randall Cobb. This was a decent matchup. Um, Packers, you know, wanted to go out there and, and do well, like you said, after – uh, getting rid of their coach, and Cobb's been kind of on and off all year dealing with injuries. He's he's a veteran. Uh, but five receptions and a touchdown, if you start him as a flex, uh, especially in PPR, that's a great yeah. day. Bad. Man, this guy keeps popping up. Sit Derrick Henry. <laughs> well, <laughs> there it is, right? Yeah. We were like a friend. We were a week off of Jacksonville dominating the Colts offense, you know, going up against the, the turnover-prone Titans offense. Yeah. So my thought process was like, you know what, I love – hey, we've talked about all year. We both love Derrick Henry. We both drafted Derrick Henry. Yeah. Uh, you know, I've advocated for him for all year. I, I, I'm glad he finally got some shine. Uh, had no idea he'd go out and have the have the week that he had, but it was a, it was pretty impressive. Sit, Cameron Braid. I sat him. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry about that. It's okay. It's I apologize. <laughs> uh, you know what? He, he had two catches, and they were both touchdowns. I mean, that just what can you do about that? Um, yeah. But you know, I guess the Saints. He he had two touchdowns, and that's that's that would have helped big in a big way if you were trying to uh, advance to this. I know, week. both times I was like, is that Humphreys? No, <laughs> no, that guy's on my bench. Start Cortland Sutton. Thought man, after Emmanuel Sanders went down, yeah, um, I thought Sutton. I, I mean, I knew Deshaun Hamilton would step up. Wasn't very familiar with Tim Patrick. But I thought Sutton would really have a big game, especially against the Niners. The Niners are kind of in trust-the-process mode. Right. Uh, and he just – he went out he, – he had targets, but he only turned them into two receptions and 14 yards. So that's a, that's, a, that's a tough break, especially if you played him at one of your receiver spots. These good calls and bad calls are brought to you by Eddie's Start and Sit column. Every week, Eddie goes through every matchup. He lists the obvious starters, players you should start, and others you need to bench – Eddie Start and Sit column posts online at SanDiegoUnionTribune.com every Thursday at 9 a.m. And there's only going to be like two more weeks of those. Yeah, yeah. We got championship week next week. Um, and then, you know, for like those bonus people that have that play in the week 17, whatever, that may be championship You're week gonna for them. You're going to give a bonus. I like that. Yeah. What a nice guy. <laughs> I, I care. There you go. Um, <laughs> I care about some of these interesting matchups coming up, man. Wow. So we were already talking about tonight, L.A. Chargers at Kansas City. Dude, it's going to be a good one. It really, it really is. I mean, it's a great game for Thursday Night Football, for one. Um, I think it's going to be high scoring. There's big playoff implications, fantasy and reality. I like, I like, like we talked about, I mean, the Chargers, if they win this game, I think they can go, they can switch from the fifth seed to the first seed. Yeah. You know, pretty much out of these two teams, that's, that's what they're going to end up. I think they're locked in. That whoever loses the division is probably going to be the highest they can go is the fifth seed, uh-huh. and whoever wins the division has a really good shot at home home yeah. field advantage. So this is a this is about as big as it gets oh, for man. a matchup. I almost hate to have it on Thursday night football um, because, like we've already talked about, I mean, guys like Spencer Ware and Tyree Kill, uh, Melvin Gordon, guys like that might not even play. And since we're talking about Thursday night football, I kind of want to remind everyone that there's actually games on Saturday too. As week. well, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so check. Check your lineups on Friday. Yeah. You know. Uh, Dallas at Indianapolis. We were just talking about that that matchup as well. Yeah, no, this is kind of a gut call where I know the defenses could make a statement. Dallas could have another great – I mean, 
performance like they did against the Saints. Uh, but something tells me, you know, this is going to be a high-scoring game, and a lot of those points are going to come in like late in the third and fourth quarter. All right, and, I like it. Yeah, it might be like you know, seventeen to three going into the fourth quarter and finish like thirty-one to twenty-eight. And I mean, honestly, Dallas is just those games. I'm not even a Dallas fan, but those games have been interesting to watch. They've, they have, they been. have been good. I mean, yeah. what are they? They've won the last five. Yeah, in a row. Yeah, they're 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 on a good streak ever since yeah. they got Cooper, and the Colts have been really good too. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. New England at Pittsburgh. I mean, this is you know kind of a throwback fantasy oasis. I mean, you know, it's Patriots Steelers. They it's, Steelers have to win. Brady they, Roethlisberger, the Steelers have to win after dropping the last two. Yeah. Um, you what know, if the Browns take that? Oh, it'd be Baltimore that take that division. I think. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, what do the Browns do? That'd be weird. <laughs> that would be beyond weird. Let's I think call, that would calm be. Calm down. Calm down, yeah, John. Let, calm down. <laughs> Tone it down a little. Give bit. them another season yeah. or two. Um, Washington at Jacksonville. My fantasy wasteland. God. Uh, we already talked about how, you know, I'm off the Redskins uh, outside of Leonard Fournette and maybe Jacksonville's D. I don't even know if I want to start him after last week. Well, yeah, yeah. God. I, I, it's, it's hard to trust Jacksonville at this point until they get themselves a new quarterback. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, so, you know, maybe maybe next year. But this is a tough one. If you, you're trying to advance from the semifinals to your championship game, I don't know why you'd want to touch this game at all. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's a wrap. It's been, uh, well, just a wrap on this week. Yeah. We'll be doing <laughs> it next week, too, and then um, I'll be out of town for week 17. Okay. Maybe you'll handle it by yourself. Maybe not. <laughs> just kidding. But, uh, yeah, good luck to everyone this weekend. And if you are wanting to ask Eddie any questions or just spark a conversation, you can find him on Twitter at UT Eddie Brown. Right. That is correct. Um, and I think I think that'll do it. Yeah, good luck this week and happy holidays. Yeah, happy holidays. Good luck. You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game.